Hey, you're on air with Ella. Today we're talking about mindset hacks, getting unstuck by changing the channel. Let's go. Hey, you're on air with Ella, where we talk motivation, mindset, personal development, basically everything you need to get more of what you want. In my quest for continuous improvement and for understanding myself better so that I can live better, be better, and create better, I have come to the profound conclusion that I, that that we, share a great deal in common with a 1980s television set. <laughs> now, should you not be able to recall what a 1980s TV set was like, just know that it consisted of a screen an antenna, and importantly, one to two dials to the right of the screen that were used to change the channel when your ancestors watched TV. I will include a photograph of this ancient technology in the blog for this show for reference. Now imagine that the screen is what people see. The antenna is receiving, constantly scanning for inputs from the environment. And the TV itself is capable, of course, of any number of outputs depending on what channel it is turned to. Okay, now pause on the analogy for just a moment. I'm talking about me, but because you are a human animal too, I think I'm talking about you. As a flawed human, I have the capacity to be angry, resentful, indignant, exasperated, self-righteous, petty, jealous, prideful, selfish, ungrateful, you get it, the list goes on. But equally, equally, I have the capacity to be giving, pleasant, joyful, Lighthearted, humble, gracious, kind, playful, generous, loving, even patient. That list goes on too. I used to be of the mindset that when I was in any one of those states, in any one of those emotions, I really couldn't conceive of any other state of being. I indulged that state as though I had no dominion, no mastery over what state that I was in. Does that sound naive? Okay, have you ever been deeply, profoundly head over heels in love? Right. <laughs> it's all consuming. It covers everything in your life with a pink hue, right? It softens the edges. Everything is lighter and everybody's funnier and nothing's really that bad. <laughs> Conversely, have you ever been rejected? Have you ever gotten your heart broken? Have you ever been rejected professionally or had any other experience that felt like it was your new permanent state? Like, I am now a rejected loser. <laughs> this is who I am now. <laughs> Our feelings can feel so big when we're having them that we can't see past them. We can't see around them and we sure as hell can't see through them. As a big feelings kind of person, I feel that I have so much more mastery over my own state of being through the realization that I don't just drift from state to state or get knocked from feeling to feeling, that they are actually there at all times. It's a spectrum. They're all there coexisting and I get to choose which one to operate from. Okay, so back to the 80s TV. I'm the TV. Channel one, joy. Channel two, anger. Channel three, resentment. Channel four, gratefulness. Channel five, loving kindness. Channel six, jealousy. You get it, right? They're all there. This might sound so silly to you, but knowing that at any time that I can change the channel gave me so much more dominion over my state. 
Remember this model that emotions create thoughts. Thoughts drive actions. Actions over time are repeated and help you create beliefs. These all create results that drive you, and then the cycle continues. Emotions to thoughts to actions to beliefs that generate results that drive you, and it happens over and over and over again. If I form a thought based on emotions that are unpleasant, I will take action from that place. I know that I can change my channel whenever I choose to do so. Am I angry? Am I stressed? Am I anxious? Fine, allow it. But before I act, before I make a decision, before I open my mouth or say reply to that email, I'm going to pause, I'm going to breathe, and I'm going to change my channel or wait to take action until I can. Look, I'm not saying don't have a genuine feeling or don't allow emotion its time and place. That's not what I'm saying at all. I know I have learned over the years that if I allow emotion to rise up in me like a wave, it'll crest at the top. And no matter how I feel right at that moment in time, it really will break and ebb and flow its way back to a normal state. So now I'm an ocean, okay? <laughs> I was a TV, now I'm an ocean. But our emotions are waves and we need to ride them, not deny them. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is having mastery over your emotions, acting from the place that gives you the results that you want. Have you ever been at a social event or about to walk into one and been extremely irritated with a family member or a loved one or a friend? Has that ever happened to you? Or have you ever had something happen in a professional environment that was truly upsetting to you, but you couldn't let your guard down? You couldn't have that emotion and let it happen right in that moment without it being detrimental to you. Here's an easy one. Have you ever been in a car and had somebody drive like a maniac and make you extremely angry or frightened and you can't respond from either of those emotions? You have to keep your calm and carry on because you're in the car and maybe even some other precious lives are in the car. Each of those are examples where it is useful to pause, to acknowledge the feeling that you are feeling and then to consciously choose to change the channel. Now, this is not about denying emotion. If you constantly project one thing on your screen while a whole nother thing is going on inside the box, that's a whole nother set of worms, okay? That's not what I mean. I'm talking about those times in life when you need to decide to reset because you do not want to take action from that highly charged emotional place. But I really want to dig deeper on this subject with you and give you something to think about when it comes to your own inner work. Some of you are in a position where you want to create something or you know you're capable of more, but you can't quite seem to get going with it or the fear of failing at it keeps you from moving forward or a fear of judgment or stuckness in feeling like you're paralyzed and you don't know where to start. I think so often it is because we have our channel set to fear or we have our channel set to scarcity. And the entire time, all of the channels are available to us. We could just as easily change that channel to one of abundance or to one of faith in ourselves and operate from that position. But we don't because of our stuckness. Here are a few more examples to see if this lands with you. Some of the things that change my channel to my detriment sometimes are, let's take an easy one that's used a lot, television news or now really it's mostly news on my phone, right? Watching and hearing and seeing all of the things 
change my channel from one state to another. That is why, in my opinion, it's so critical not to open my phone first thing in the morning and start scrolling and trolling for this, nor is it in my best interest to do this as the last thing at night. By the way, those are the two most common times that I do both of those things. I'm a work in progress. But they change my channel. They change my channel from a happy place or a grateful place or a place of accomplishment and productivity. And they change my channel to one of helplessness. Now, for other people, they might change their channel to a state of rage or unfairness. By the way, none of these things are bad. Again, I'm not saying, you know, we should just turn off our televisions and never pay attention to anything else going on in the world ever at all times. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that mastery of self means that we get to choose. There is a time and a place. Are you choosing the right time and the right place? Here's another example. Maybe you are trying to create something and you want something to live out in the world that's creative and maybe it requires social media or something. And there you are scrolling through your Instagram, comparing yourself to other people and seeing what they're doing and just knowing that there is no way you can ever get where they are or have what they have or your highlight reel is never going to match their highlight reel and oh my gosh did you see her abs whatever okay (laughs) those are going to change your channel they're going to change your channel to jealous or to petty or to comparison or to fear again let me go back to relationships and communication if I come home and my husband wants to talk to me about something that's important to him and may be a source of stress for either or both of us, okay? I have to understand I am not in the right channel to receive that, okay? I need to understand I am on high stress channel eight. So what he's going to see on my screen is high stress channel eight. I need to either be able to take a deep breath and make a conscious choice to change that channel to one that is receptive, to one that is more loving and more patient, or I need to say, you know what? I'm not in the right place to have this conversation, but if you can give me 20 minutes, I will get myself there, or tomorrow's better, or how about never? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But truly, this happens to us all the time. You don't have to have a partner to have these emotions. Let's say you need to talk about money or you need to talk about a stressful family issue or you need to talk about something at work. If your channel is set to one of stress and anxiety, guess what? You are going to be acting from a place of stress and anxiety. And that is the time to acknowledge the emotion and to not take action from there, but rather ask from what place do I want to act? And until you can get on that channel, friend, don't. So what I have learned, what my takeaway is, is that I have got to consciously choose to change my channel or give myself the time and space to do it. But I need to remind myself what place I want to operate from. And it might take me a minute or hours to unwind. It might sometimes mean I just need a good night's sleep or maybe I need to eat a meal because I'm hangry. Obviously, it can be any number of things, but my focus today is to introduce the concept of talking about how to move out of one state to another. I think this is why a lot of people are so attracted to morning routines. When you talk about the concept of morning routines, starting your day with a certain set of rituals, maybe it's meditation or prayer, maybe it's a few stretches, or maybe it's exercise and coffee, maybe it's journaling. For me, it is alone time, it's a lot of coffee, it is some stretching and some breathing outside because I have got to set my channel in the right place for the day. Can you think of a way in which this analogy is useful for you? Like consider a couple of different angles. 
Number one, do you have a habit of projecting an image on your screen that isn't true to your channel, to your emotional state? Do you have performative perfection? Like it doesn't matter what's going on on the inside, the outside's going to look perfect at all times because my love, that is going to destroy you eventually. At best, it will paralyze you and keep you from living your absolute fullest. Okay, second way to think about this. Is your antenna way too attuned? If you are tuned in to every last expectation, to everyone else's emotion, to everyone else's needs, outside influences, circumstances, factors that are beyond your control, you will be overloaded. You will be drained. Again, you will be paralytic. This usually correlates with a feeling of stuckness. Okay, third question, and I challenge all of us with this one. Can you identify your top six favorite channels? Three good and three bad, or better said, three that serve you and three that don't. I think that like everything, it's really useful to name this stuff and to call it out. So we increase our awareness, right? We make it easier to master ourselves and to own it when we name it. All right, I'll share mine. My three channels that don't serve me, but I most often tune into, stress. I think we said that was channel eight, right? <laughs> For me, that is defined as the weight of the world on my shoulders, right? That's the thought that I have. And that is the belief that I create if I stay in that thought for too long. My other channel that I'm a frequent visitor to is impatience. Channel two, impatience. My belief there is that I have to do it myself. My third channel that doesn't serve me, but I go to an awful lot is anger. Just that, just anger. Again, which is not empowering at all. And it just is a negative cloud that clouds my judgment and my vision. Now of the three channels that serve me most, one is loving joy. This feeling where I'm filled with passionate love for everything and everyone and I want to help everything and everyone. And it's truly authentic and it comes from like burning loving joy. It's my favorite channel. Another channel that serves me well is the channel of gratitude. When I switch to gratitude and I feel blessed and rich and abundant, it's impossible for me to be tuned in to channel eight high stress if I'm tuned in to channel gratitude. You with me? Finally, I have a channel that I love and that channel for me is just called power. It's this belief that I am a force of nature, a belief that you are a force of nature, a belief in our inherent awesomeness. I love this channel. When I'm tuned into this channel, nothing can stop me. When I'm tuned into that channel, petty, channel petty doesn't exist. What are the top three channels that you tune into that don't serve you? And what, my friend, are the top three channels that serve you? And can we dial that up? Love ya. Okay, bye for now. Tell me what you think about this episode. Find me on Instagram at onairwithella. Would love to hear from you. Would love to hear your thoughts about today's show. And tell me what you want more of. All right? We're here for you. See ya.